And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes our guest. He's a comedian and handmade artisanal light bulb enthusiast. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a writer for Bob's Burgers, where she's written episodes about a woman who paints animal buttholes and another about a mysterious talking toilet, which means she'll be right at home on this show. It's Wendy Molyneux. Chef Jeff is here to make pecan pie with his granddaddy's old pecan. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. My little pizza rolls, it's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, and welcome back, David Huntsberger. Thank you for having me back. Hello, Wendy Molyneux. Hi, Allison. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Oh, hi, Allison. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on top of that flub, now I forgot to get a hilarious new drop for the top of the show. Here's a thing that Jeff is going to have to cut out. (laughs) Make a nice big chunk out of it. We are getting so much use out of that. (laughs) We really are. (laughs) Uh, so lots to discuss. This is David Huntsberger's last show before he ships off to Edinburgh. But then he's coming back. He's coming back as long as he makes it back. And I don't imagine there's going to be a threat upon your life, but one never knows. Yes, we can't just be so presumptuous to assume I'll live that long. But assuming I do. Assuming you do, you'll be back. Yeah, I'll come So we need to hear how that's going. Because before the show, you said you realized you could never have a child just because of the burden on your schedule that one would cause. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like when I naturally wake up early in the morning and the part of my brain that I like is like, just keep sleeping. And there's some other like primitive thing that's like, yeah, you got to be up to do something. You got a lot to do. I just sit there and battle those like, all right. And then get up. (laughs) And I've had, it's a lot of stuff. I'm performing in a venue that doesn't have AV stuff. And I'm like showing, I'm projecting images. And so I've had to like source all the things to make that happen. And on and there's a bunch of other Edinburgh type things. Plus that, um, my comedy special coming out on Amazon on August 8th. Mm -hmm. I had to like do some, uh, behind the scenes work on that that's been a little uh, challenging. So I'm not a productive person. <laughs> <laughs> All this sounds very productive. Yeah, but it, I don't make it look easy. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, thing about him some, is... Does it not happen in a montage? I, that's how I want it to be. Maybe like, you should consider yeah, doing it as a montage. <laughs> how do you step into your own personal montage? Kick life? off the music. <laughs> I do. Pick a good active song. Yeah. I have a tiger Press immediately. Play on it. Yeah. Then like 15 minutes later, that's how long a song is, right? <laughs> then yeah. I just 15 cut to minutes just later, I've never heard a song. <laughs> so I think they're 15 minutes I've never long. seen a montage, but I suspect they are 15 minutes. Yeah, it's probably yeah. about you just want a 15 minute montage in the middle of your movie. <laughs> now, but I would you, actually really like to You see might that. come out of it. Done that? Is this still going? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. How many activities are they getting We good should at? just make a whole movie that's a montage. Yes. Like a 95 minute montage. How I like it. I'm on board. Yeah. Many times will they step into a dressing room yeah in the montage unlimited <laughs> unlimited number montages, of montages okay let me put the brakes on this because montages are very dangerous if you start a montage thinking you might get work done you might end up with 
a silly straw hat and a you know new outfit that you got at the thrift store. So yeah. you can't predict how it's going to go. Well, like that, that sounds like a fucking dream. Yeah, but you're not <laughs> so getting any work done. But not, but an but outfit not from if a thrift it just store? shows up. Dare to dream. <laughs> Why but would I, that be bad? Because the goal was to get AV equipment right. in oh, Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> but but there's worse outcomes. I like the idea that a montage is like, it's like a a, a wrinkle in time. You just don't know where you're going to yeah. end up. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get... Um, some new shoes. I woke up. My friend had lifted my head while I slept and put some books under it. I didn't yeah. ask for that. It's like, well, it? bad news. I didn't get my work done. Good news. I know karate now. <laughs> so this is good. I'm a pilot. Yeah. I'm a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> like, went to I was school. supposed to be a pirate. <laughs> Instead. Classic. You know, you don't get that many Pirates of Penzance montage references these days. You really don't. This is, there's this one. podcast exclusively. Pirates of Penzance references. And fart talk. Yeah. So heavy. Wendy Molyneux, yeah. welcome back for Thank listeners. You. You, you were on a Monday show with your sister Lizzie. I did, do, yes. Which was a show I enjoyed a lot and the listeners did too. Yeah. But for people who didn't hear that one, Wendy and I went to college together. We did. We've known each other a very long time. Yep. Cool. She's a writer on Bob's Burgers and has done a whole bunch of other stuff. And I'm sorry to constantly dredge this up. I know you are the only person that loves to make it like this in my life. I love this. I love this. In college, Wendy was not a fan of flatulence-based humor. That was because of how I was raised, Allison. And like some people go to college and like they start out as a Mormon and they end up as a fucking crazy person. (laughs) (laughs) I started being like, oh, fart humor, I don't know. And then by the end, well, no, not by the end. Not by the end. But later in my life. Do you remember the night when it's like, oh, I get it. (laughs) I get it. No, No, I don't know. There wasn't a night. There wasn't, yeah, a handsome man farted (laughs) near my face. And I was like, that's not so bad. Guys, that's really pretty good. Um, no, I don't know. It was, I guess it happened slowly. So I don't know. I changed, Allison. You won't let me change. (laughs) The Wendy I knew turned up her nose at fart humor, poop talk. It wasn't just fart humor, it was like fart talk. And yeah, we're really going deep on this. I feel like you didn't want to hear about farts and you didn't want to hear about poop. That's probably true. And now I don't connect with that part of myself. So I don't know. Like, I don't have any comments on what it all meant. You banished her. Was it like a kid in a candy store when the switch flipped? No, I think I just, like, I got older and who fucking cares anymore? Maybe, like, I mean, maybe my mom was a little proper. So that made it, that might have influenced it. Because I liked, like, sex jokes and, like, other dirty humor. But fart and poop, I think maybe wasn't, that wasn't a thing in our household. Mm. Mm. It wasn't encouraged. Right. And so maybe I... Odd group over there. Uh, yeah. Just winging out sex jokes, but any farting. No, hey, no, no. There hey. wasn't a lot of sex jokes either, but somehow like, I don't know, maybe <laughs> I was up. like, it just wasn't a thing. I don't know. Maybe I was embarrassed. Now, either you have like 17 siblings. 17 siblings. 17. Exactly. Yeah. Something three like... Three sisters and a brother. 17. Yeah. All that adds of- up to 17 <laughs> as far as I can tell. We went to college together and what I learned is it adds up to 17 none of you were into this kind of humor growing up or were you i don't know allison this is a really pet like yeah. thing of allison's that i, <laughs> did you I feel, don't did know. you feel judged allison back in college i mean I that's 90 percent of your repertoire <laughs> Fart chat. i don't 
Ninety percent of my repertoire is feeling judged by Wendy. No. What if that was? What if it was? <laughs> We're gonna get into it. Tonight. This is finally this is actually gonna be like a fucking throwdown. It really is. It's gonna be the last episode ever because I will have solved my problems. No, I didn't. I didn't. Feel, I don't think I felt judged. I don't think I felt judged. It's more like I was into a drug that Wendy wasn't into. Right. But now she's into it, and I'm like, let's talk. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like it now. You yeah. may still be more into it than me. I'm possible. 100%, 100% more into, more it. into it. Yeah. Now, the other memory that I need to bring up, and then okay. we can move on to things that involve everyone else. What if else. we only talk about college for an hour? It's going to be college terrible party. for everyone. Yeah. Do you know the other one I'm going to bring up? Because this is my other go-to when it is comes... Is it the puppets? The puppet show? No. Oh. <laughs> that is... It's my other, other go-to. Oh, is it the game we made up when we were high? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> that was fun. That too. was a good game. That was that really relates to the game. puppets. No, yeah, no. What I'm else? liking this guessing. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're circling fun in. For us, yeah, and no one else. Just one, one more guess, and I'll tell you. Oh, one more guess. And how many of these things do you guys have? <laughs> I thought that was four years. Yeah, is it the time you went to lunch without me and forgot to tell me? Because <laughs> no. I remember that. No, I don't remember that. In college, I, I waited in my that. dorm room. It was before the age of cell phones. And you were like, I'm going to call you and me and Jessica are going to lunch. And I sat (laughs) 45 minutes. I was like, I'm going to fucking miss lunch. And then I walked to lunch and you guys were there. And it's like, fuck you, Allison. I mean, not really. I was just like, what? And you were like, oh, shit. I forgot to call you. I was in the middle of going like, and then she went. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have zero memory of that. What year was that? I'm, um, first of all, I'm, I want to say I'm sorry. Sophomore. That's not healthy that she carries it around wronged and you as the wronger. Like, what happened? <laughs> I don't remember I know. scarring you for it's life. It's definitely not affecting my life or anything, but when you said another thing I remember from college, that was the first thing I thought of. Um, it's on the list. Allow the me to say I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I truly don't remember it. How long did you just sit on that bed staring straight ahead? Just a long just time. With your purse little, on your lap. Yeah, I had like a little like plaid skirt on and patent leather shoes. And like just this look of hope that my face would oh, never see again. Were you holding a balloon? Yeah, I held a balloon. Were you, were you playing out like, okay, when the phone rings, don't pick up on the first yeah, ring. Just wait. She'll think just I'm waiting. Wait. Just two rings. All right, three rings. No, three's too much. Two. Okay. Was yeah. I appropriately apologetic yes. at the time? Yeah. Okay. And I could tell you really just forgot, which is fine. <laughs> But now I remembered that. Yeah. No. The other thing, though, it does involve the cafeteria. Shit. It involves Frank. It involves a giant yeah, box. Yeah, the Rice Krispie box. Yes. I just told my son this story. He loves this story. This is my favorite story, too, because I have the emotional maturity of your son, who's yeah. six. Yeah. That there was, uh, they had as a display item in our dining <laughs> hall, a giant, right, empty Rice Krispie box. It was, was giant. It, it was, was like, like shoulder five height by nine, five six nine. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like up to my shoulders and me and um, our other friend, Jessica Layton, um, decided to steal it. <laughs> and so we, uh, one day after lunch, just casually picked up the giant Rice Krispie box and walked out of the cafeteria <laughs> and put it in my room. And then was it, do you know the second part of the story, right? Yeah, the, but the I, side of the story. To, my, from, from where I was standing. Oh, did you see it happen? Yes, oh, yes I was walking. Really better from I was that. walking to the dining hall and all of a sudden I hear all this giggling and I see this gigantic box of Rice Krispies with little feet heading quickly that way. We like, am I dreaming? You couldn't even see that. Yeah, it was like a person-sized box it of Rice Krispies. Huge. So it was great. Yeah. It was like, I mean, they can't have things like that on a college campus. No, no signs, a Mars did quads 
no, sign ended up in my room like that but then there was like a year later this kid i had not met before oh this is a part two that i don't know oh yeah this kid named adam came up to me and he goes hey you're wendy right and i was like yeah he's like i tried to break into your room all last year and i was like <laughs> what he's like we were gonna steal the giant race crispy box <laughs> that day and we saw you and jessica take uh. it and we knew it was in your room and so i staked out your room to see if you ever didn't lock your door, I was going to go in there and take the Rice Krispie box. And I was like, it would be creepy if it wasn't like a bunch of 19-year-olds like warring (laughs) over a cereal box. Like, he didn't seem at all like a murderer. So it was fine. And I believed him that he was just going to take the Rice Krispie box. But then it just got lost. If they sold giant Rice Krispie boxes at the campus store you probably wouldn't want it right it's the oh, fact no. that you it stole it, makes it great. yeah it was for stealing so the part two that i remembered and also though i'm very intrigued about the idea that it just got lost somehow yeah it's good <laughs> i don't know where it is uh you remember the dining hall posted a sign asking for the safe return of don juan crispies <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what did like, that mean why? i don't know why was it don juan that's right i forgot about that and they i named think it, it was yeah i guess don juan crispies but don juan was in just a single quote mark yeah don, don juan crispies i don't know they're yeah. probably still looking for that fucking thing Probably, yeah. Along with the forks that they maybe, want returned, no questions asked. Maybe that box of Rice Krispies had romanced one of the ladies that works there, <laughs> oh, you yeah. know. And she, she's like, "Oh, he's gone forever." Yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh, it's wow. quite possible. It's a sad story. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I usually take make little notes to myself during the week of things that I want to bring up on this show, and I thought there's a lot to talk about from this week, and I looked on my phone in the notes app to see what I had written down. Only one thing. Uh-oh. Split plate charge. <laughs> Apparently I decided plate. there's a lot of fertile material with split plate charge. It's hard to say. Yeah. You, and I'm not sure that there there is that much material. There's none. That's what I'm saying. It's surprising. There's you guys talking about split plate charges? <laughs> oh, I've got some thoughts. I'm glad we brought this up finally. <laughs> yeah, finally came to this. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised. I, is, I thought it was worth bringing up. Is that where if you're at a restaurant and you don't both order a meal, they like charge you a little more because mm-hmm. you're splitting it? Yes, yeah. because this is what happened. Daniel I was I, thinking of like a capacitor, right? Aren't oh, those, like a like charge. Electronics? Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Definitely. That'd be, split that, plate charge. That okay, this cool. is more fertile. No, we it's go really to have not. lunch. Two of us have agreed to it dine. We've left out a third on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> she shows up, orders, scooches over a chair to join awkwardly. How are we breaking that up? Yeah. So the way it worked at this place is you know, you order a salad, for example, and you say you want to split it. On the menu, it says $2 extra t- to to do that. But. My thing is, well, now am I getting a little extra salad? I don't think you are. Or are are. you just taking the same salad and splitting it in half and putting it on two plates? It's that one. It's just a punitive charge. It's a punitive charge. Like corkage and if they cut your cake for you. Mm. Those are other things at restaurants, right? In general, if Daniel and I are going to share something, I'm like, just bring it on one plate. And we can just work it out amongst ourselves. However, Mm -hmm. Daniel's like, we're going to split that. And then I was like, what? But then I look like the cheapest human being in the world that I'm concerned about saving the $2, which I am. Well, and then the waiter was like, I, I never charged that anyway. So it doesn't matter. Then I felt I, uncomfortable by the whole conversation. But then I was, I guess I had just assumed they'd give you more, which is why I'm easily 
taken as a mark. Uh, I don't because do. I don't think I don't have any reason to believe that. For but for some reason, reason I did believe it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So this no. Is- Seem- not quite, not quite the gold mine you thought it was. <laughs> I kind of knew it wasn't going to be, uh, and yet I persisted anyway. Yeah, that's um, what they that, those. Nevertheless, she persisted. It's about this t-shirts. <laughs> it's about or about when you had a salad, right? It's yeah. about <laughs> podcasting. It's about telling yeah. stories, even when you know that you're driving people away with your stories. <laughs> so, you guys, I have some updates, some therapeutic updates. Wendy, okay. I've been filling people in okay. on the fact that I recently started going to a therapist who specializes in postpartum issues okay because i um have been dealing with some like de- postpartum depression sure. anxiety and like crazy intrusive thoughts mm-hmm. all of which are sort of textbook right i used to think i'm i used to i used to actually say i'm not an anxious person if anything i'm more of a depressed person mm-hmm. but i've recently realized oh no i've been super anxious for a very long time i right. just somehow didn't identify with yeah. it so anyway, um, the therapist works in a courtyard building and for a long time, and I really like her, mm-hmm. but I really can't find her office when I get off the elevator. Okay. I have a hard time. Okay. But I finally managed to find it okay. and to find, no, I, it, sorry, <laughs> let me rephrase. <laughs> you found it early on. I found it. I had trouble finding the, what, the elevator at the end. Ah. So I was trapped in perpetuity That's in this courtyard for an anxious person <laughs> Isn't it though? it's perfect she should be inside of a labyrinth <laughs> and there's also like medical waste <laughs> along the way yeah you, you want to know the truth it's just a straight hallway okay but it's that just, could it's feel just a labyrinth like a labyrinth it felt like a labyrinth yeah it really did yeah it was like oh great i've got to add an extra half an hour to leave because <laughs> it's going to take me a long time to leave. It's also going to take me a long time to find the bathroom. As she says goodbye to you, you just quietly murmur, it begins. <laughs> well, so then I realized the error of my ways, which was I, when I would walk out of the office, I was going a different direction than I came in. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a bad sense of direction. This would be obvious to most people. So now I've like got it. It's, I pretty much have it down. But on my way in the other day, I looked and I'm like, I think there might be a shortcut. I think there, I think I might be going the real long way. I think there's a faster way to get there. Do I dare do it? <laughs> and I'm tempt, I was tempted to ask her, like, is that a shortcut? But I feel like she'll interpret that in some way and I don't want her to. You should go the day before and then <laughs> yes. just, when you have time and just like practice it, you know, mm-hmm. and really map it out. Yeah. And then when the time comes, you'll know what you're doing. Yeah. Why didn't I think about that? Yeah. Why didn't I think about that? So anyway, she, uh, at my suggestion, or my bringing it up, my bringing up the idea that, uh, hey, am I fucked up enough for drugs? Which is something that I never was, I've never, Mm -hmm. I've never been on anything in the past, and I've always been kind of afraid of them. Um, But she, but, but now I'm open to it. And she thought that it would benefit would behoove me to talk to a psychiatrist, the psychiatrist who also um, specializes in reproductive brains and mm-hmm. whatnot. So I went to see him and I thought that a psychiatrist in this setting is just someone who basically like listens to you for a couple minutes and then scribbles something on a pad and then you go on your way. And that yeah, most it's of like the, a montage. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I figured I was going to end up in Scotland, mm-hmm. but still anxious. <laughs> with but, a hat. Yeah, with a hat, with a jaunty hat. Uh, but he was he was really good. And we talked for a while and he was like, what I'm hearing is, and he sort of made all like, you know, made all these links um, mm-hmm. in, in like, was able to sort of assess patterns in what I was saying. Uh, and... And then prescribe something. So I have just started Lexapro. I'm mm-hmm. on a tiny little dose. And as of now, I can say definitively, I feel fucking weird. So really? it's definitely working. It's not working yet. Now I right. just, I think it, I think it's weird before it, it feels weird and then it gets better. I'm hoping. Yeah. How many and hours if you ha- in are you? Sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I'm on day four. Mm. I'm supposed to take, 2.5, which is a tiny, tiny, like you're not really even supposed to feel it dose for five days and then five and then maybe go up to 10, but maybe just stay at five. And the first day, so who who here, if you are open to, who here has experience with any of this? Only you, honey. <laughs> I have never taken them. I have anxiety problems, but I've never taken medication for it. You haven't. So, but okay. even I'll as you're your talking about pit. it, I started to feel weird. Really? Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. That's part just my of effect the, on people. No, but part of the suck of having anxiety is like you cannot tell the difference between when you have a real problem and when your brain is giving you a problem. So literally, I'm highly suggestible. So when you're like, and now I feel weird, I'm like, I feel weird too. <laughs> like it's like this weird suggestion. So it's like, it's hard when you're on like even when they'll I get prescribed like an antibiotic or something I'll start feeling like am I feel I feel really weird I'm definitely dying more <laughs> now and I feel weird and like it's just sometimes but you're probably really experiencing something but it well, is with I, anxiety it's so hard to tell like whether you're like it's a little through the looking glass at all times when it's bad but arguably that is what anxiety is I think yeah whether it's a real problem or whether your brain's giving you the problem it is that a real is a problem an, yeah yes, I mean anxiety exactly. is your brain giving anxiety you the problem is your problem yeah well <laughs> sorry loop. guys oh sorry but the funny thing is, is that this a problem this is a problem this is a problem, this is a problem. It's a problem because that's it's a problem that's kind of how it sounds in there yeah yes. <laughs> it's echoey yeah it's, it's not fun this it is not fun about <laughs> yeah. as if someone did a montage in my brain and then yeah. took off um well everything i'm feeling if i hadn't taken anything i would just be like oh it's just life but it's like because i did take something i'm like every i'm just yeah. assuming yeah so i know exactly what you're saying so anyway the first day i felt this weird like f- like buzzy physical sensation almost like something's slightly vibrating in my body uh, but i mentioned it to someone who uh has taken or is on stuff and you, Daniel, you said that <laughs> you've been, been open, open about, about it. it. You're on okay. Alexa. You've been open about it. And you said yeah. that you felt that too, right? Yeah, that's how I, that's how I felt on the early going. And also when I stopped taking it, it's it's something that happens when your brain is in the adjust period. Right. It wasn't unpleasant though, like that. It's like a it's like a theremin in your butt. Say you started foaming from the mouth. Any warning signs there or just <laughs> stick with it? That's part of the Stay medication. the course. Yeah. Stay the course. Yeah. That could be a side effect. That's a little blood from your eyes. You'll get used to it. Just relax. <laughs> the next day, really tired, but more so than normal and feeling very weird and depressed, which is what you hope with an antidepressant. <laughs> yep. yep. Third That's day. That's step one. Get yeah. depressed. That's a known side effect. Super <laughs> big depression. Right. right. The third day. I forget, so memory loss. And the fourth day, or maybe this is the fourth, I'm confused. All I know is this morning when I woke up, I didn't like 
pop out of bed singing a song or anything. As but I, usual. As, right. <laughs> but I felt normal. I didn't have that like, oh, I can't wait to go back to bed. What is the point of it all? Feeling that I have often. Yeah. Uh, which I have attributed to just waking up early, but also it's more. So I think maybe it's starting to work. Because I definitely just was like, oh, I'm just getting... I felt pretty normal today. Nice. That, oh, that's good. That's when I noticed it, too. It's first thing in the morning. Because before, when I would wake up, it would always be like, God fucking damn it. Well, you know, I didn't die in my sleep. You know, or something. Like, it was just like, ugh, what's the point of it all? Um, I don't want to do anything. I want to die, you know? By the way, and, I was completely unaware he felt this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's just... I just attributed it to be... I was like, I'm just not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not like That's it would stay I, with I, me. I have been thinking yeah, about myself. I'm just not a not wanting to commit suicide in the morning person. <laughs> I'm just not a being alive in the morning person. Um, I I just I just attributed it to to being tired because it wouldn't stay with me all day. But then I stopped feeling that. And I'm like, oh, one that is not just people shining me on when they say I wake up happy. Like, oh, yeah, right. Um, like you can wake up happy. Now I. I wouldn't wake up singing a song. Sometimes I would, uh, but you're, normally it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, here we go. If you wake up singing a song, is there yeah. a part of you that's kind of mad at yourself? Like, who's this asshole? Well, kind of, because it's never a song you want to be singing. It's <laughs> you just, can <laughs> eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks, okay. eat a bag of, eat a bag of, eat a bag of dicks. Hey. I picture you springing out of bed on that. Hey, <laughs> hey! Uh, no, the song this morning was uh, "Shake Your Shakers to the Left, oh, yeah, Shake Them All Together." I only have baby songs in my head. <laughs> my nightmare would be I would not want to um, wake up thinking about Crocodile Rock. Oh. What is I, that? No, the song. You know, the cro- Crocodile Rock, Elton John. Yeah, it goes crocodiles. Yeah, like that. That's exactly how I have heard that. No, I used to have, um, when I was in middle school, I played volleyball. And for a whole year, when I played volleyball, there's a lot of like standing and waiting. And I would be like, don't think about Crocodile Rock. What? <laughs> don't think about Crocodile Rock. See, I told you guys I have problems. No. And then Crocodile Rock would start in my head. And then yep. I would like not be able to focus on the... Vo- and I was already bad at sports. And I'd be like, don't fucking think of the lyrics of Crocodile Rock. And then it would be like, remember when Rock was young? And I'd be like, no! And then like I would have to keep playing volleyball for another like hour and 15 minutes while Crocodile Rock played on a loop inside of my head. And it was all just, it's probably anxiety or whatever. Like, but yeah, like well, problematic a- thinking. And I couldn't stop thinking about Crocodile Rock every time. And I would feel <laughs> sick the minute it started to play in my head. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Anxiety related to OCD a little yeah. bit. Oh, they? totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, there are certain songs that will get in my head at the same time every day. And I think that there's like tones that you hear in the, in, like, oh, you know, my toothbrush makes a particular tone or something. It sings Rush's tongue. Yeah, like, like when I, um, oh, Jesus Christ, it just got out of my head. Sorry. Like, I <laughs> just got Rush's Tom Sawyer out of my head, like this morning. Welcome back. <laughs> I don't, that song, I don't even know the lyrics to. And oh, I try, stuck in try, my head. try what, um, sing what you think. Yeah, Tom Sawyer down on me. You know, it's just like that. Um, no, Would you like nobody a replacement song to go in there? Wait, you don't know any of the other lyrics for Tom Sawyer? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. The day is Tom Sawyer, he gets high on you. Yeah. I mean, me ride. That's all it is. But no, I think that like the tones that you hear, you'll hear Catch like... the wind. Catch <laughs> the spirit. Oh, you know it. 
I know those. <laughs> yeah, as you're saying it, like bits and pieces are coming yeah. back. I think I only knew Except it when no that rock band was. So it's like his mind is not the same. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was really good, you guys. If this doesn't work out, we should do a humming band this where we hum classic songs from memory live on stage. I think that there's I probably going to be a big market yeah. for that. What other ones should we do? Shouting out requests. Play this one. Yeah. We'll piece okay. it together. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on. <laughs> but you knew the lyrics to Crocodile Rock. It's so weird to have a song trapped in your head. You're Ugh. like, I don't know one word to this song. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. your brain's terrorizing you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just, uh, yeah, that's like uh, Allison's least favorite game that we play, which is, want to know what song is stuck in my head? I never do. <laughs> you don't like no, that never do. But oftentimes, he can't help it. He can't help it. They just There is something inside that needs to share the pain. Like... I need you to have this song stuck in your head, too. Right. You feel like if you say it out loud, then, oh, it's not in my head anymore. Right. right. No, it, it's in mine. Yeah. Uh, I had the theme song to Mannequin, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. Oh, yeah. Stuck in my head. That's a good one, though. On and off for like 18 years. Oh, really? I mean, that, it, it was <laughs> upwards of 10 years. It's yeah. very weird. And I always thought, this is something that I bet if I were to talk about it in therapy, I w- could figure out why this particular song is always ready to pop into my head in quiet moments. I never did figure it out. I don't know. But so I totally relate to this crocodile rock volleyball thing. Yeah. I mean, like non nonstop. Well, and then my son went through a phase where they did crocodile. They did like at his preschool graduation, each kid like had a little partner and they they did like songs starting back from the 50s to current and he and his partner their song was crocodile rock that's the universe so it became his favorite song and we had to listen to it in the car like nonstop. and i feel like i finally made my peace with it because he enjoyed it and i was like all right he enjoys it it's fine crocodile rock is fine and so it's fine it's fine now. It's fine with the Crocodile Rock. <laughs> you play it right fine. now and I wouldn't feel anything. I wish you at fine. that point had a montage of all of your mishaps on the volleyball court right. that you could show <laughs> there him. There a lot. Well, I remember the worst part of playing volleyball, in addition to the sports aspect, which I was not good at, is you had to be a line judge. Then for like, I was on the seventh grade team and then uh-huh. I had to, you'd had to, you had to line judge in a rotation. Like, so a what couple times a year, you had to stand on the line and when the ball fell, if it was controversial, you had to say in or out. And it was gestures. so much. You did. You had to do a hand gesture, hands forward or hands back for in or out. And it was so much pressure for like a 12-year-old girl to call like a – and sports were taken very seriously in Indiana. So it just felt like there was a lot <laughs> on the line. And you guys have seen Hoosiers. Yeah, oh yeah. That's mm. some real shit. Um, <laughs> they treat every single fucking moment of sports that way in Indiana, I feel like. So like – we had to say in or out. And I remember distinctly one time I was standing there and the ball, I could barely pay attention, probably Crocodile Rock or thinking about other things. And the ball landed and it was clearly either in or, I guess it was probably either in clearly or in or out. <laughs> but I somehow made the wrong hand gesture. And then when they were like, in? And I just like, I kind of doubled down on it and just went like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like sort of increasingly defiantly as if I had seen something no one else had seen when really my hands just moved the wrong way. Right. 
it was probably a moment where I could have fixed it. And I was just like, nope, nope. I'm just going to stick with my terrible decision that I made. That was kind of like all of youth for me. <laughs> just like do a terrible thing and then just be like, okay, that's what we're doing now. Do you ever feel like you uh, like sitting down and writing letters to all the people that were hurt by your decision? Yeah, by that one call. Probably what? I pro- yeah, I probably ruined somebody's day that day. But it was fine. Someone who Indiana sports fans, just to address Hoosiers to a certain degree. Because sure. I think... We all love it. Never really understand. He's a coach that was fired for punching a child in the face. He gets so. a new job. Yeah. The team's atrocious, mm-hmm. but he makes friends with the best player that ever lived. Then that guy comes on the team. They start winning unbelievably. And everyone, hey, this guy's quite a coach. Then the season's on the line and he makes one coaching decision says, I want you to shoot it, Kevin. And everyone just looks at him like, no, like what? Jimmy's going to shoot it. And then Jimmy mm-hmm. said, yeah. I'll sh-. So that was like the one coaching decision he makes the whole game that's really pivotal. So he's a terrible, terrible coach. And we all love Hoosiers. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I like it fine. <laughs> I, I don't know if I love it. All I can remember about it, like, and I've seen it many times, it's just like Gene Hackman and he's angry and then like some nice fall leaves. Yeah. I feel like, again, yeah. that's like goes to my level of interest in sports. Yeah. Like the events you're relating, I'm sure are from the movie. Why would you lie? <laughs> it would be weird if you made up a bunch of fucking lies about Hoosiers right now with like several people standing by to call you on it. But I do not remember any of that actual You plot. just remember the leaves. The leaves are beautiful heck. leaves. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think you're thinking gorgeous. of when they're going to look for the one kid's dad, sure. yeah. um, who's Dennis Hopper, Dennis and he's Hopper. all drunk and he's like oh, yeah. asleep in the woods. Yeah, sure. There were beautiful leaves <laughs> that I bet. And like a crunching sound as yeah. they walk. Very atmospheric. I feel then, like Indiana, it occupies a place in my imagination that the real true Indiana, like I've been to Indiana recently and it's sorry if anyone's from Indiana. it's well no one's is. from indiana <laughs> it sucks. no one is they it cleared is so... it out they actually decided to shut it we, down yeah, we just drove, and they now? cleared it out yeah it's just we drove leaves. from chicago to Terre Haute, and it was just Ooh. like oh my god it was such a boring drive but yet i feel like all those movies um where it's like beautiful fall weather you know a college campus or something are all in ohio or indiana like yeah. that's yeah. my my fantasy. I would of, recommend Bloomington. It's pretty nice. Is it? Yeah. Bloomington is a college town. Hmm. So you get maybe less racism, more better food probably. And less of yeah. that like, like that's weird a weird aggressive smoking. Like the, sure. that place really will smoke another state under the table. Really a lot of <laughs> heavy smoking going on in Indiana. Daniel Yes, honey. You know what would have uh, made your ride from wherever to Terre Haute better? (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely paying attention. Uh, You're not going to guess, so I'll just tell you. It's a beverage, Honest Tea. Oh, Honest Tea, for sure. I've talked before about Honest Tea because uh, Daniel and I stayed at a hotel where they had a mini bar, but not the kind of mini bar where you have to pay for things. It's just like they stock it every day with free drinks and whatnot. And when we left, we're like, I'm taking this tea with us. We have an extra bag. That's for, full. For, our, for our complimentary things. And Honest Tea was one of them. It's so good. Um, and you guys, I'm joining Honest Tea in celebrating the ways we are less than perfect. I feel like that's like my thing. Uh, through the Refreshingly Honest Project. And I'm going to share a refreshingly honest moment. Uh oh. I think everything I've shared is, but my specifically my refreshingly honest moment is sometimes if I'm too tired to unload the dishwasher but need to wash top rack only baby items, I'll just lean leave the clean items in the bottom and they get doubly clean. This is a thing I discovered early on in having a baby and in having to do dishes all the time. 
that old me, old me, tethered to this idea that if you're going to load the dishwasher, you empty it first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's small thinking. (laughs) Turns out you don't have to. There's nothing wrong with getting things extra clean because you're too lazy to unload. You guys can share the fun and funny ways you're less than perfect on social media and use the hashtag refreshingly honest. And for every time the hashtag refreshingly honest is shared, honest tea will donate a dollar to vision spring up to $25,000, which helps provide affordable vision care for people in need. So learn more by visiting honesttcom slash podcast. That's H O N E S T T E A. Like tea that is honest, honesttea.com slash podcast. Honest tea, refreshingly honest. Okay. So. I have an honest tea. When uh, my friends and I were 13, um, murdered a drifter, <laughs> buried in his body. I was going to say, I'm keeping a man in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to go the, David, do you the have same any? direction. This is, I <laughs> like the way tulips smell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that. I know. I can't. That is refreshingly honest. Uh, So as I was talking about that, I was thinking, I'm taking a voiceover class now, which is something that I've wanted to do for a long time because I think that we talked about this on the show. I can't remember. Your ad read skills are terrific. No. Well, um, first of all, I wasn't reading. That was... From the heart. Come on, who are we lying to here? <laughs> well, you right you now. You just riffed on honest tea for some reason? <laughs> I, I'm Theater of the mind. <laughs> Daniel was talking about his car ride, and I was mm-hmm. thinking, I bet you wish you had a re- delicious, refreshing beverage. And mm-hmm. also, did you guys know that they're involved in this thing? And so I just shared it. And it just sounded on- spontaneous I am, I am so I polished. Just picturing that really playing out in life of people listening, mm-hmm. that there's a group of people hanging out, kind of chatting, and someone wanders in with their hand. You know what would have made that drive of yours better? <laughs> yeah. And, just, and that's impressive that that just happened here. And mm-hmm. we all just... That is what happened. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Allison was out of the room and she walked in. Yeah. And we I don't know why like, she left, but then she walked back in. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was us. like, wait, were you guys taking the conversation <clears throat> in an interesting direction? Hold on. <laughs> I, need, I need to go back in time and offer Daniel a drink. Oh, okay. But yeah. anyway, so I'm taking this voiceover class because uh, I had a voiceover agent a while ago, and they sent me so many auditions. They tried so they hard. Really, they really were trying to help me. And I did not book a one. (laughs) And now that I'm taking a class, I look back and I cringe. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I really, really sucked. But for so long, they let me suck. It's very charitable. Never gave you notes or anything? No. What do you learn from the voiceover class that you didn't used to do? That you're supposed to make it conversational. Well, what they say is that they teach you how to book the job. They're not necessarily teaching you what you're supposed to do once you get the job Mm -hmm. because maybe when you get the job, the direction will be sound a little more announcery. But basically everything I did, I was like, I have a smooth, silky voice. Here's me talking. I mean, I'm exaggerating it now, but it was like, here's me talking about your product. I think what it was was, I don't know how to, I think I went into it like, I don't know how to do voiceover, so I'm going to try to sound like a professional voiceover person, which is sort of the opposite of what they want. What they want is that I'm one person talking to another person and making it sound very conversational and natural. That makes sense. So it's kind of been a wake-up call for me. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, I always felt weird about the fact that like I feel like I sucked back then, so I've always thought, someday I'm going to take a class, and I've decided now's that time. So I'm taking a class, and it's 
weird to be in a class setting again because it's been a long time since I've been in a class. And uh, I had this weird moment the other day. So we were all reading this script. It was like a a commercial for a, a business college. And there's an interviewer talking to a group of students. And so the teacher's like, okay, I'm just going to cast this real fast. Like, Allison, you be the interviewer. So-and-so, you be student one. You be student two. You be student three. And the whole, it's, the whole commercial is like, so tell me. You guys are studying to be secretaries, right? And they're like, what? No. No. <laughs> Where'd you hear that? Like, what? You aren't learning secretarials? This is how good I am. <laughs> I'm, you aren't learning secretarial skills? It's like, no, I'm learning accounting. I'm learning this. Like, there's no secretaries here? And like, the... the the interviewer cannot believe these women aren't training to be secretaries. So <laughs> afterwards, we're all kind of laughing about it. And I said, I said, what era is this from? And I was like, like, what's going on with this dumb shit interviewer? Which sounded like a funny thing in my head. And I thought we'd all have a laugh. But instead, everyone like whipped their head around over my use of profane language. And I just always I felt I was like, oh, I want to die right now. Does any of this make sense? Because you cussed? It wasn't, it wasn't just that. It was like something that I thought would be a funny, I wasn't, I hadn't planned it out, but it just seemed like it would be a funny moment. Instead, I overshot the mark. It wasn't funny. It was just this weird blast of aggression. Fuck! (laughs) Why did, um, that's how it felt. It felt like um, separate plate tipping jump ahead of this story. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is so odd that you had one of those like record scratch moments. And then did you have to grab your coat and see yourself out or just everything move ahead? Everything moved on, but I was like, I spent a good portion thinking, how can I now convince them <laughs> that I'm I'm nice? This is I'm interesting. well adjusted. When you go to a restaurant and there are two plates to separate, <laughs> what's going on there? How do you sort that out? Mm, good question. Did someone come to you? Do you have like a friend who is, oh, I, I, like did anyone offer any level of like an olive branch? To, yeah, that answer is kind of weird. Or was it just, <laughs> hey, boy, you're a real you, jerk. Yeah. Were they nervous that the person who wrote it was in the room or something? Like what was the no, uncomfortable? I, th- it was, I think it was just somehow the way it came. Like, I re- okay, so I was in a sketch writing class with um, Andy Milanakis. Milanakis, right? Not Mil- yeah. sounds right. Yeah, not Milanakis. No, that's my name. Yeah, with just a sound on the end. Right. <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> I'm him. <laughs> that's my other identity. Wow, learning yeah. a lot Is today. Milanakis. That's how you say your last name. No, Mol- no. Oh. you just say Milano. <laughs> but it does now that we're saying it. Wendy Milano and Andy Milanakis sound there is this i might be him you might yeah. be i might be him were you in that class with me i don't remember okay yeah he was only in it for a little while and he was not yet famous but i remember in an offhand way he looked at his phone uh and he's like oh it's my mom calling my mom's a bitch which i think is sort of now it's like that's his sense of humor but i remember everyone was just like what it was this because oh, it, yeah. it wasn't a time to be funny in class. It was just like who's like it just. I feel like occasionally if you're if there's too much aggression coming off of you that's intended to be funny, people still like back off. And that's how this uh, this moment felt for me. It was an attempt to be funny, 
and also it was what I was thinking. Like right like, now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Is anyone relating to anything I'm no, saying? No, I do know that that thing where um, I think that happened a couple episodes ago, where it's like I, I'm gonna oh, be yes, funny with anger, but then anger takes over, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, oops. Yes, everyone's super uncomfortable no, have, because it's yeah. I have yeah. a like I know like I have a thing of like because I constantly want to do bits or whatever, mm-hmm. and that like. Once you're in the like parenting world, like you can't like I I have mm. to wait several meetings of parents before I do a bit that I might do. Like I'm they won't aware. Well, I might say something really terrible or really bad or really blue, and I'm like, this this, this might go over very poorly, and they're going to not want me to like, be around their child. So you have to wait, like you have to time it out. You guys will get into that world where you're just like, I have to. This is every single parent is like a wait and see because right. it's just like your normal way you would interact with like the people in this room. You should not try. Yeah, well, friends, you should is, wait. That's something I've definitely noticed because you know I I periodically interview different people to babysit Elliot. Right. And if they make a joke in general, if they're anything other than like a hundred percent sweet and earnest, if they make any sort of joke, unless it's a a, like very inert self-deprecating joke. Mm -hmm. But if they, if they make any sort of cutting joke, it, I, I always like file it away and then have to discuss it with Daniel afterwards. Like, what do you think she meant by, I don't know. It's weird. And I'm a person that I, think not on this show but at times of my life has had a good sense of humor <laughs> and is funny In this moment accepted and yeah. it makes me yeah. realize all of my job interviews where i'm sure i was like being sar- trying to be funny and sarcastic there that ne- definitely didn't help me but it also happens in reverse with the babysitters like we had one and i'm i was you or i i think i made the the joke that uh, oh yeah that Elliot is like a big Trump supporter yeah and I was worried that she <laughs> and, <laughs> and she just got like like and it, it was like wait why is she uncomfortable I wanted to text her afterwards and be like you know we were joking right like does she think <laughs> that he really might be like what is that about maybe yeah. she is and she's just like ah the whole thing was I don't, I don't think know she, what I happened. don't think she became uncomfortable I think I became uncomfortable mm. <laughs> because I think that. You made the joke that he's a Trump supporter, and then I thought that she might think that that was you saying that we are. I are made you? this. Oh yeah, are you guys? Wait. <laughs> no, I made this mistake with uh, the a parent on one of on Milo's soccer team, and um, like around the time of the election, before the election, I like sort of said something as if like asked and answered this person definitely doesn't support trump i was like oh well at least like a week well and also i was wrong on several fronts because i was like at least a week from now we won't have to like listen to anything about trump anymore and she's like you know i think he's a businessman who will get things done and i was like no <laughs> like it was like a alarm started going off over my head i was like that's the exact response that like he wants everyone to yeah. say and she said it like right to my face and I just like wanted to like flee because I had no <laughs> I realized I had no plan beyond me making a crack about Trump that someone turned out to be a surprise supporter I was like oh I was like no <laughs> like I was just basically like nope 
<laughs> and she was like, well, I mean, and I was like, no. And I think I just wound up sort of like backing away or sidling away because I was like, I don't, I can't, there's nothing to talk about. There's yeah. literally nothing to talk about. And I didn't even feel embarrassed about it in that scenario because I was just like, Dude, this was not, we're not going to have a conversation. I'd love we're a video of your volleyball highlights and that. And this happening. Yeah. It's, it's, my, it's a real highlight. It's a montage of my embarrassment. No. 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 Like, because that was, she literally said, like, his talking point. So yeah. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I did not know what to do. I wonder how she feels now. I feel like probably fine. Don't yeah. I haven't heard that many stories of um do you get of I feel regret? Like, lament of yeah of anyone being Just like that, damn it if only mm-hmm. instead they're like yes this is going great everyone's very upset we're building a wall this is what i wanted mm-hmm. like, just de- and just sort of debating the basic facts that and so that we're living in sort of different realities yeah i think so i think that's kind of the problem i see which is you, you want them to be like how can you still at this point after all this and they're like that's not real and you're like oh Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're just not gonna agree on what's real. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Nuts. So. so did you guys really not have any moments where you tried to make a joke and the whole room turned on you? <laughs> I avoided one. I've done recently. that many times in this room. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? We were at a, like a game night dinner, and then we decided to play some games at the end with people I know very well. But I, my friend's girlfriend, I didn't quite know well enough. We're playing this game where you have to sort of fill in the blank, and it's kind of quick. And I caught myself where I was like, oh, good. It would have been, I assume, some level of chuckling. But I was like, oh, it it, it might have been too much for her. I didn't know her well enough, so I just put like a very banal answer. But I know the the thing that popped in my head that had something to do with like queefs. And I was like, that's <laughs> sure. a little risque for, I think, for her. And it was... That can be a bridge, though. You know, a like queef? when you, it, you like just just something that's a little inappropriate or a little and like would have challenging. Been like, I love talking <laughs> about queefs, and then your best friends. Yeah, just if they just laugh, you're like, oh, okay, they don't take things so serious. Like, because that yeah. must have been. I can't believe you guys became friends. Someone makes a fart joke, and the other person kind of goes, "I don't, I don't care for that." Like that would be. But I don't think I said I yeah. don't care for that. <laughs> I didn't have my like hair in a bun and like a prairie dress. Yes, you literally clutching your pearls. Other than that, I was like, I just did it. I I think also, hold on, let's revisit okay. this. Because I think it was just that I didn't make a lot of fart jokes. I think you were uncomfortable with Nor did you chuckle. Like I would crawl under a bed or like get, try to get away from you. I just you see the stone face. That. Just shaking, yeah, shaking the head with the mouth pursed. I don't think that mm-hmm. happened. I think I just didn't make a lot of fart and poop jokes because it was like verboten growing up. I just remember. Sorry, the, Jeff. You did the full-on Margaret Dumont, like drop your opera yeah, glasses I would and faint. your champagne. Every time Allison walked towards me, I would faint <laughs> in shock and surprise. With, with your and the fear. back of your hand against your forehead. Yeah, Here yeah. comes that fault I think machine. That all getting overplayed. Oh, it's like I think this is all getting a bit <laughs> exaggerated in terms of how I felt about I fart and poop humor. I love the idea that my nickname in college was the fart machine. <laughs> Behind your oh, back. Oh, here she comes. Every other word is farting. I have turned into that more now. I had a situation when early in my professional life, I was working at a... I was working at a production company. It was a pretty big production company, and they had a Christmas Brag. dinner. What's that? Brag. It really isn't. I was like the lowest person on the totem pole, and they and they had a 
big dinner at a very, very fancy restaurant. And they just had this giant round table. We were all sitting around it. And the uh, head of the company w- decided to go around the room and have everybody tell a joke. I am not a person who remembers jokes. Like, I don't even remember the joke I told that's the heart of this story. And, um, but I had, someone had just told me a joke that was so off color and it had to do with how bad, <laughs> how bad a woman in the joke smells in a private part. Like, her, Is it? her <laughs> vagina smells so bad that, like, the TSA agent thinks it's a sky. It was like something like that. Like, that was no, the No, that sounds like the perfect joke. Yeah. No, but I didn't even think it was funny, but it was literally the only joke I could think of. So they come to me and they're like, all right, Daniel, you know, what's your joke? And I'm like, I don't think. I mean, I really, it's probably, I'm not good. And they're like, you have to tell a joke. And it was all I could think of. So I'm like, you know, and there were women there who were producers at the company, and I told the joke. With smelly vaginas. <laughs> you no, know, and it's yeah. like, I tell this joke, and they were all just like, Because hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, and I just felt Is like, Is that the oh. guy at the corporate retreat that told that? skunk yeah. vagina joke oh, yeah. if the skunk dies he dies is it that joke or were there for sure TSA yeah it's probably agents? that joke Wait, what's the joke um now we have to tell the joke i'm sure it's a variation on a common <clears throat> joke i don't know uh, now i'm trying to remember uh so it's something i'm gonna be remembering it as i tell it so what could go wrong it's like a husband and wife are driving home and they hit a skunk and um, they get out and the skunk is still alive and they're like, we have to save him. Uh, and um, so far, very funny. Yeah, we very have to save him. Joke. And you know what? What we need to do is like bring him into the car and, and put him under your skirt for warmth, something like that. And then she goes, but honey, what, the, what about the smell? Yeah, and, and then if, if, if the skunk dies, he dies. He dies. <laughs> I think that was a, probably it was a yeah. variation of that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a decent joke. It just sure. didn't go yeah. over. Like right. maybe no, it was, it's it was not going to go over in that setting. Mostly but. because of my, I was so uncomfortable telling it that nobody felt okay laughing at right. it. Probably, you know how you can just <laughs> like telegraph. you were telegraphing. Yeah, yeah, telegraph. like this is not okay, and so they all reacted as though they were all not okay with it. It was horrifying. <laughs> you know, um, it is okay. Honest tea. <laughs> We're all just no. hanging out. I'm glad you brought it up. Squarespace. Have you been wanting to have a beautiful website? Well, it- Blue Apron. You can make three meals a day with your family. <laughs> three meals a day. Get you guys up in the are never going to get me to make. It's none of these. Oh are wait, uh, the suit indigo suits. I don't even have them on my show. Okay. I don't know what um, that is. Oh, uh, stamps.com. Okay, so- soup dot. Net. Do you like do you like soups? Have you and your family ever thought I wish I could have more soups? But it's so hard to go out and get soups. Now with soups dot now you can get soups at your house. All the soups. All the soups. Noodle. Beef. Ham. There's beef. Water. Shrimp. Shrimp soup. Broth. Lamb. Bisque. Original. You get you get plain soup. Unoriginal. 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 Um imitation soup. <laughs> More beefs. <laughs> soup heat with a fork and just spoon a spoon. Soup. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, do your ad, Allison. No, I'm just talking. No, I know you're just talking. I'm just but talking just talk just about your ad. She's just For curious if we know what would be good. <laughs> <laughs> a thing that would be good <laughs> in addition to soup. Soups.net. You know how when you're on vacation and you just can't find soups? Because the hotel doesn't have soups and you forgot to pack any? 
That's where Steve's from. Deliver them right to your hotel room? Deliver right to your hotel room on a bike. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Bikes.org delivering soups.net now (laughs) to the comfort of your hotel room or office. How do they keep it warm? In the cooler. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that coming. Yeah. (laughs) Soups.net. It's new technology. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite soup? From Soups.net? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What is it? It's a secret, Allison. Oh, my God. A secret soup. Anyway, you guys, you know what's good? Yeah, soup. Soup. Yeah. Soup's done nut. I really backed into that one. You know what else is good that you don't? Soups? (laughs) From soup's done nut? You know how when you're on a plane, (laughs) you're on a plane and then you can't get soup? This is, I should take your voice over glass. I have the perfect voice. Wait, what happens if you're on a plane and you can't get soup? Soup's on then. <laughs> Do they fly the soup Soup's next to you done. in a prop plane? Soup's on then now has a fleet of Boeing 737s. <laughs> Just talk with soup flying around the air for if you need soups when you're on a plane. Soup's on that. It's very expensive. <laughs> it's a high demand for soup. <laughs> <laughs> what if my baby needs soup? No, the soup's on that baby. <laughs> okay, do your ad. <sighs> Rover. What? (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Tell us about it. What is Rover, honey? I'm trying. It's not a thing. No, it is. You're making it up. What is it? It's very much a thing. Okay. Rover is the nation's largest network of five-star pet sitters and dog walkers. And through Rover, pet parents like Daniel and me and you, Wendy. Not you, David, because I don't think you have a pet right now. Because you'd have to get up in the morning. But Jeff does. Take care of it. Pet parents can discover, book, and manage personalized daycare for their dogs, including pet sitting, dog walking, in-home dog boarding, and doggy daycare. And uh, the thing that I find the most compelling is they have doggy um, home check-ins. So let's say you have like a fairly low-maintenance dog um, and you go out of town and you don't want to have – you don't want to board your dog. You can just – choose how many times someone comes during the day to visit your dog and they'll like do whatever you want you know feed them uh take them out snuggle with them etc so i feel like this is actually something that would be really good for wendy because mm-hmm. we crate her the dog not me not you well, you know what <laughs> if you want in you could you could honestly it sounds fun kind of, yeah i know it's someone who created it right. feels comforting <laughs> it is comforting so we yeah. crate her so we can only go out for a set amount of hours um because we don't want to leave her in the crate too long however with the uh home check-in someone could come in let her out play with her take her outside put her back in etc all that um and it's super affordable and the people are all vetted uh so rover offers access to reviewed trusted pet sitters and dog walkers for every dog owner and lifestyle and only 20 percent of the sitters who begin their profiles are ultimately accepted to become rover pet sitters every booking is backed by insurance a reservation guarantee and rover offers a pet safety tag and 24 7 access to pet care professionals so for 25 dollars off your first booking visit rover.com that's R-O-V-E-R, rover.com slash BFF, and use the promo code BFF during checkout. That's rover.com slash BFF, and promo code BFF for $25 off your first booking. Okay, so Jenna and Al uh, sent us an update. They're now finally together. Jenna is finally in Georgia, and I haven't listened to this. I like to hear it for the first time, just like you guys are. 
Well, hello. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. We are back together. <laughs> That's right. That was Every, you know what? Every update that I have given yeah. until this moment has been severely depressing for everyone who's listened. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm finally back on my game. Honestly, only the like nerdiness of that yeah. magic, that magic can only happen when we're together. Absolutely. Yeah. Other it, yeah. it just gets very sad and lonely <laughs> and uh, yeah, just sad. Oh, so sad. You guys, we live in Georgia now. That's right. <laughs> I love all the accents. I love all the thunder. I hear thunder yes. every day. It is insane. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, we live in a house. We have a yard. It's and great. Jenna, had, Jenna is already like rearranging the house. I am. And it's like everything that like I put things in the worst places. <laughs> and I went like, I don't know why it was bothering me. And then you move it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> That was like really like I would just walk in and be angry for no reason, and that's just because the couch. That's just because the couch was against the wall. Yeah. that's all. Yeah, and that just made me angry. I have no idea what I'm doing though. Really, I feel completely overwhelmed because I've never had this much space in my whole life. Yeah, and it's like I, I haven't even accessed this creative part of my brain yet. Watch out! <laughs> that's right, you guys. Watch out! I might just start using Pinterest. That's yeah. I know. Yeah. Cool. So anyway. Yeah. We're loving life. I'm so happy to have Jenna and Samantha home. Yes. Samantha is just a wild little nugget. and uh, we're, we're so just, glad yeah, we're, we're back in, together. Enjoying life, and uh, it's awesome. It is. We yeah. miss you guys, though. We do yes. miss them. Yes. We do miss L.A. We miss our good friends. Yeah. Well, no, we miss our friends. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... Uh, Renee, if you're there, I'm watching Rocky Four on mute right now, she, and it's I know. fantastic. He really, he's, he's, he's like, he's like your Popeye. He ate his spinach, just like that. Yeah. All that, right. That's the part that just won't happen. That's just what happened. So Renee will know. Play she will know play. what I'm talking about. She knows the scene. Yeah, she'll know. Maybe she'll know. know. All right. Sorry for this long update. <laughs> Listen, it's been, let us know when you're sick of hearing from us. Yeah. Like, yeah, no more. This is it. <laughs> Bye. Listen, I'm in a big echoey house. It did sound echoey. So they moved to Georgia and they bought a house uh, for like $12 and it's huge. Yeah. That's like on House Hunters when you watch it and they're like, this couple has a budget of $4,500 and they're looking at six bedroom colonials near the river. (laughs) Where if you throw a penny in the river, you get a wish and you never die. And you're like, oh, that's nice for $4,500, huh? It's terrible. It's a it's terrible insane. system mm-hmm. yeah. that we have going here in LA. It really where, is. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. yeah Although, you know affordable. what's worse? And this reminds me of another Wendy story that I enjoy. Oh, shit. Wendy doesn't dog? enjoy it. Or me. What? Wendy, oh, you. Dog yeah, or Wendy, Wendy, you. Oh, God damn it. You lived in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I did. Do you know what story I'm going to bring up? No, I have a lot of stories about my many failures to bear. Like, I barely survived living in San Francisco. I was very bad at being alive back then. But what is the story? I feel like everyone barely survived what happened immediately after college. Oh, sure, sure. The story is a homeless man threw a crab at you. <laughs> yes, a homeless man did throw a crab at me. It was great. <laughs> that was a great story. All those stories a, now a to me crab? are amazing. Uh, yeah, I think it was a living crab. I don't remember the details <laughs> because there was there were two incidents. There was a homeless man who showed me a crab 
and maybe threw it at me. And then there was also a, a homeless man once who tried to get on a bus with me who moves sort of sideways like a crab. So now these two stories are, and the bus driver yelled at me because I tried to help the man get on the bus. And he was like, I don't want that man on this bus. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like a 21-year-old, very naive person who mm. thought like, I'm going to help this man get on the bus. Right. And the bus driver screamed at me. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Okay. And I just got on the bus and went home. Yeah. But a homeless man did show me a crab. I think that was like at the outside of the library. I guess I'm wrong. He might have. I, I like may have did. forgotten a lot of things that happened to me in San Francisco. You, you might also be thinking of the time when we were in San Francisco and a homeless man was crouched behind um, some shrubbery and he, he thought it'd be fun to jump out and scare. Oh, no, that's a thing that ha- that's happened to me more than once. That's like his thing. And then all the There's, tourists go, yeah. ah, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, I'm almost murdered you. Like, that's not something you should be doing. <laughs> Do you guys know what we're talking about? It's down by the, is it the marina. It's by the pier. Yeah, there's some. It's like a, like one of those guys who stands still and wears silver so, makeup. Oh yeah, but oh, it's yeah. someone who's dressed as a shrub and ah. who like crouches down Wait, low. In San Francisco or yes, here? In San Francisco. Oh, well, I feel Does like that this is my, If I wasn't already married, <laughs> this sounds like my dream man. <laughs> yeah, that is like solid. That's a good prank, people. right? I like it. Yeah. So he crouches down low behind a shrub, and then boom. <laughs> I grab Jumps some brunch today, honey. <laughs> Can't scaring people at the pier. Wait, is he dressed as a shrub? You said. I now don't remember I'm forgetting. if he had any shrubbery like in his outfit or not. Oh, he see, I'm not picturing be- a man who sort of dresses as a shrub and then blends in with the shrubs. And I don't yeah, remember. Too, right. I think he's yeah. camouflaged. So that- fantasizing. My dream man. <laughs> he might be camouflaged. I think he's camouflaged so that the aspects of him which are not shrubbery mm-hmm. don't clash. Which like aren't you're not money. Like- I'm telling you. In my mind, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he just jumps out. This happened twice to me in San Francisco. I, I just wonder how many times he's been how many times he's been punched. Yeah, uh, that it reminds me of one of my fam- favorite gifts. With, Not enough. That's my answer. There's a gift. I'm of, talking about my husband here, guys. Let's calm down. <laughs> there's a guy um, in a hallway at, at school next to these like recycling bins. And yeah, a guy pops out the of the best. bin. You know the one? Yeah, I'm yeah. Out? Punches him. He falls punches right back him, in. He just collapses, and then the <laughs> lid falls back on. His head. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> but you figure like that's just instinct. You yeah. know, someone's gonna punch this guy at some point. There's oh, a great sure. compilation on YouTube of those sorts of videos. Oh, really? Of scare punch, and then it's always oh, ugh. like they just feel so bad for punching them that it is such a reaction. I love you, it. So we used to this. I'm sorry, I'm going to derail this conversation. It's okay. This is reminding me. We used to go. I used to live near uh, a, a part of the of L.A. where it was like a heavy Japanese population. We would go to the um, the rental store and rent VHS copies of Japanese game shows, mm-hmm. and they had. There's like a whole genre of game shows where it's all about scaring the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. And there was one I remember where they would um, sneak into someone's room <laughs> in the middle of the <laughs> night and grab their mattress and then lift their mattress and then like put it on a snow slope and they'd be like, ah! and the person would wake up. <laughs> on a like, snow slope? Well, yeah, like like going you down know. a hill on the snow oh my on God. mattress. Snow slope. <laughs> I I think the people were awake before that well, so bad, but yeah. I have a hard time imagining someone getting me out of my house on my mattress. Like, cause how does it get through the door even? And then this you is, get to a snow slope, which it couldn't, maybe it's not even close by. Well, so like, here like driving several, it across town. I know, but like there's right several there. points at which you could have woken up when being taken to a they snow sell slope it. in your bed. Well, they sell it. Yeah, I yeah. believed it. I think they tricked I you. I believed it. Or like they would rig, um, you know, like portajohns. 
so that either the the walls would just fall down and the person would be sitting on the toilet or an elevator would lift so that they would be like lifted above so they were Mm -hmm. exposed, things like that. Lots of fun. Um, Yeah, they also had this one game show where the whole point of the game is they got like 25 young people and whoever could stay awake the longest won. And it was... it was filmed over the course of several days mm-hmm. and they would do events to make them sleepy. So they would eat a big meal and then they would watch the news or things like this. <laughs> <laughs> they, they would watch they, the but news. But I remember at one time, at one point they had like a huge meal and they were on a cruise ship and they were in the belly of the cruise ship and they were, and they were watching on a big screen <laughs> video, live video footage of the cruise ship they were on <laughs> as, as it was circling the, Jap- the island of J- Japan and, and just whoever could stay awake. It was, anyway, sorry. Very fun. You know what I think it was in that voiceover class? Not that I'm only just thinking about it. Because I've also been thinking about soup. I think it was that I assumed we were all thinking the same thing about this script that we read. Yeah. And then I discovered... Oh no, we're not all thinking that. Just I am. So they liked it, or maybe they thought I the teacher wrote it or something like they that? They probably thought that some, and I think this is a common thing in LA that it's like, oh, if I behave this certain way or do this certain thing, certainly at this very moment, someone will say, like, you know what? You're the next Jennifer Aniston. Right. We are leaving from this voiceover class to go directly to Hollywood right. where you will be placed inside of a mansion. Like, say goodbye <laughs> to your family. Like, I think sometimes people in classes like that are waiting to be discovered. Yeah, have the impression that they need to act a certain way or like behave themselves or whatever mm-hmm. in a certain way, probably. You're probably maybe coming up against that. Like, oh, well, if this is what we're working on, this must be a good thing. Right. As opposed That's, to... Yeah, I think everyone else was just like we're just here to practice this and i was like what is this ridiculous antiquated thing <laughs> where, where where are the business colleges that teach you to become a secretary right maybe they exist now i maybe, don't know maybe they thought you were being critical of the person who chose the copy well that's what i worried about right i worried that's why i spent the next many minutes up until now and still now being like how can i communicate that i'm actually i'm you're oh cool. fuck! <laughs> like, like I'm nice and I'm not mean and oh and I'm ah. You should come to the class next week with a blonde wig on and glasses and just be well, like, yeah. "Did you hear what that girl said last week? <laughs> Can you Did believe you it?" Hear her in like a crazy. Accent. I was not into yeah. that like over the top British accent, like <laughs> about yeah, and just pretend it wasn't you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's actually. I think just, that's literally the only thing you can do at this point. Should I be my own cousin who's yeah. British with a blonde yeah. wig? Just Hello. don't wear the fake mustache. I say you be you and ramp it up a notch. I can All also right, do that. What sort of horse shit are we reading this week? Just yeah. really let them know you won't tolerate. Yeah, I think that was my concern that it came off that I was like, "What is this dumb shit thing?" As opposed to making fun of the character in it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think it's going to be okay overall. Though. If the Lexapro had kicked in by now. Yeah. This is a test. Yeah. This is a test of, this is like, you know, on um, when people attach those like little uh, strips of paper to an air conditioner, which I assume is so you know whether it's on or not. Mm-hmm. This or is just for fun, like the fun of the paper. Just the streamers. Yeah. yeah. This is the mental version of that. And the Lexapro obviously is not working yet because I care way too much about You're this about it. i really Wait, am how did the teacher react did I, he raise an eyebrow like this i can't raise he, an eyebrow but 
<laughs> oh my god but i love watching you try <laughs> like this not this a lot of people good, say right? like this and then have no ability to simulate you guys it. understood what i was trying to do with my face you could just it, it with did they raise an eyebrow, raise the an eyebrow? <laughs> you're just like this you're just squinting one eye you look like an old mind, pirate it's kind of like how i don't look like i, I mean, don't we we all think we like look differently a little bit than we do or yeah. like in my mind right then i was really Were you raising an eyebrow it. yeah i was selling it <laughs> you look pained because I can't do it. I'm going to go my whole life and never have that experience. Does this freak you out, Wendy? No, like, I think it's great. I admire. I'm raising it. one eye. That's what I wish I could do. That's exactly like what. <laughs> Just a moment. <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to do, and you did it. This eyebrow dexterity came from sitting in front of the mirror. And not letting myself get up till I learned how to do it. The fuck? Why would you do that <laughs> to my yourself? Brothers so you here. don't look. I mean, what you are doing is. <laughs> no one can see how it bad becomes, I am. It's more the brows go down in the center. So like, yeah, it's like a is wait, this one a moving wait. a little. What is that? It is. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. See? I mean, I it's going tiny, a millimeter tiny higher tiny than the other one, but, but it gets to, there first. I have to close his eye. Yeah, too. yeah. You got to hold that one down. Like this. Just sit and in then front of a mirror. I should get Botox in one eyebrow <laughs> so that the other one will go up by itself. And hold on to the other one with your thumb. Keep it yeah. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> if it makes me feel better, I, I can't whistle. They shoot up there. You when can't you whistle commit at to all. It, they shoot right up what, what I, A little bit. I can... That's my whistling. Oh, whistling. So sad. Yeah. But we found out that you can burp on command. I can make myself burp. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, you can't. Are there too? people who can't make themselves? Yes, uh, my yeah. my guest. Gentlemen. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, other than the classic ladies. Uh, yeah. Esther Pavitsky, who's my Monday show guest, cannot, and oh, and Jeff can't. I can't. I've always wanted to. Ooh. Yeah, that would come literally in. as long as I can remember. That's the not on command. You can't just swallow an air bubble and burp. Nope. No, tried, yeah, I've, I've tried been trying to teach my son, and it's <laughs> what? Wait, yeah. did, was, did you do it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I always thought everybody Jeff? could do it. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm like semi laughing too much. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, I can do it, and I taught two of my nephews, and I'm trying to teach my son. You guys are doing it better than I am right now. I that was one that I That's definitely yeah. like your eyebrow thing. Had a dedicated effort. Yeah, to me too. How to do. I feel like I was a natural. Sorry, guys, but yeah. I just you didn't the first time I tried. Practice? No, I don't think so. Do it again. Oh, you're doing it a little different than I am. I'm like forcibly pulling air in and then pushing yeah, it back out. Yeah, I swallow out. a bubble of air and then I burp. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. like literally swallowing it like you're swallowing. Yeah. <coughs> you guys, how many listeners are we losing right now? I know. It's, it's I fine. Know. It's, it's fine. It's all right. Like you He'll be back. Burp, Charlie. The only way down. You got to burp. Well, is this a good time for you to do another app? <laughs> I don't have any more. That's it? They've all left. Oh, no. <laughs> they heard the show. Oh, no. And they said... What about Blue Apron? They said, meals a I day want with your family. none of that. Um, But I do... Uh-oh. Oh. I, I had to get the last I know. Bit. Now I have the same thing. Like, Wendy, do you feel like there's more burps on deck? Uh, a little bit, but I feel like it's not going to... It's not going to come out. It's fine. Oh, it'll come out. Like... A bunch just came out for me. Listeners, I'm sorry. Uh, you guys, I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. All sorts of fun stuff. Uh, bonus episodes, 
exclusive access to a live stream. And what I meant to say is access to an exclusive live stream that's interactive, merch in the mail. Did I mention all sorts of fun stuff? I, I know I did. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, Daniel is selling these bag of dicks pins. I, we sold out. I think, did you really? I think we sold out, yeah. Nice. They sold out so fast. Because I sell I pins know. too. Thanks. <laughs> but not like Daniel. I know. People, listen, you, you just appeal to the misanthropy. You can eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks, eat a bag of, eat a bag of, eat a bag of dicks. Hey. Hey, that's catchy. It is. Misanthropy? Yeah, yeah, sure. And the artwork on the pins were, was fantastic. Yeah. So what did they look like? Hurt. What did they look like? Um, it looks like an old sign from the 50s that say, says, eat. Like a restaurant. Eat, uh, and then an arrow that says bag of dicks. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, like like the tea burned out, right? Yeah, like the tea and Like at, eat at bag of dicks. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it was uh awesome fan, Josh Holtzclaw. He's an uh, incredible artist. He designed it. He, I um, He's a very talented artist, and I had him do this ridiculous <laughs> artwork for this because I thought it would be funny, and he uh, obliged. And then so. the pins just, boom, gone. People love them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll do another run uh, with, I don't know, if people, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to order more unless there's a demand. So let me know if you want it. I mean, you didn't get them. And then maybe I'll, maybe I'll get some more. Well, you know what? Try it out. I think you like it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Mr. Boinkity says, I think it is weird that the country Qatar is pronounced cutter. I grew up with it being called Quatar, Qua- which I like. How do you guys pronounce it? Q-A-T-A-R. Oh, I say Qatar. Ca- yeah. uh, Cotter or Qatar. I think I used to pronounce it Qatar, but now people are pronouncing it Cutter. Ca- Cotter. Yeah, I assume Cutter is accurate. So now I say Cutter because that's what I hear. But I think I did not know how to say it before. I where are you guys hearing people say it? What am I not watching? On the news. The news. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm not watching. Yeah, it's in the news. Didn't they win the World Cup? Like they're hosting the World Cup and so we've been hearing a lot. Yeah, there was a big like John Oliver story about yeah. it. And And then recently there was some thing happening there that like yes. Saudi Arabia there was yes. like some I don't know. Page. If it's a whole not thing. in Twitter moments, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to watch the news, you should go on that um, cruise where it's a game show where you have to fall asleep, right? Isn't that one of the things they did? They, yes. I'm telling you. They gave you a so... big meal, then you watch the news. Can <laughs> you could sleep, Allison. All of those things sound like but things I lose. that you could get. I'd lose. I, I know, the... but you'd get to see the news, take a nap. That's true. You'd and lose, but you'd get like something out of it. Yeah. It is incredibly funny to watch people try to stay awake that are really really tired <laughs> and, and yeah that's the whole thing they do it with pets on the internet pets falling asleep yeah that's a thing i've seen a duckling fall asleep on a calculator God more times it. than you God know damn it it's that's super really cute great. though yeah super cute well i didn't know it was cutter it's a good thing i know now because if i just open my fat mouth and say qatar people are gonna be like she doesn't watch the news right uh, but didn't you just it kind of acknowledge that you don't watch the news <laughs> well no i'm not talking about specifically 
listeners of this podcast oh. to whom I am honest. I'm talking about people in my voiceover class where I'm trying <laughs> oh, to be Yeah, if yeah. Cutter <laughs> comes up in your fucking voiceover class, you need to be ready. Yeah. Now you know. Huntsberger, who I call by his last name as of one <laughs> second ago. Did you know it was Cutter? Nope. Do you, do you now? I never say it, never think about it. <laughs> How long are you going to continue with that? I guess I'll say Cutter. I'll know what they're talking about now if people right. reference it. I... I feel like if you go into your class and say, and, and again, be aggressive. Like, right. Who wrote this shit? Some asshole from <laughs> Qatar? Really let them have it. But if they go yeah. back to the old pronunciation. Nail them to the wall. Yeah, yeah. You get after them. Let them know who they're dealing with. If yeah. they go back to the old pronunciation, then you can say, welcome back, Qatar. Yeah. Right. Do you get it? You could say it. Yep. No, I get it. Welcome back, Cotter. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I got it the first hey. time. Did you get it? Yeah. Me? Good. Mm-hmm. I did. Kate Rambles says, don't want a man to attack me on the street, but would revel in the opportunity to pepper spray and crotch kick whoever tries. Hmm. Um, but like, if it goes well, then yes. But if it doesn't go well, then no. I was at a store and I uh, was parked in there like sort of back parking lot, brick building around, little fenced in area. And I was in the passenger side of my car trying to, I think I was getting something out of the glove compartment. I was fiddling around with stuff kind of bent. And this five foot three inch, I'm assuming homeless, kind of crazy, but she was dressed sort of normally, but this weird level of makeup and just these strange eyes walked right up to me. Mm. It was so startling. I was like, ha! Ah! And I didn't know how to react. I was like, what, what are you doing here? And she was like, do you know what time it is? Can I have a quarter? And I was like, I, ah! I was so uncomfortable. So I do not want anyone invading oh. my space on the off chance that I'll be like heroic. Oh, I thought you were going to like say, and then I pepper spray. <laughs> no, I just didn't handle it well. And I would much what, were rather your doors she... open? My, but I was busy. It, it was so unnerving to feel a human presence like come that close to you. Yeah. But were your doors open or closed? Uh, my, so my passenger door was open and I was like in, I was oh. leaning, I was standing on the I ground, see. but I was kind of leaning car. in gotcha. to, to my car. So I could feel her come up behind me and then I turn around and she was like right there. Did and you I, give her a quarter? I did not have a quarter. Mm. And I really was did like. Did you give her a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, um. I w- in that situation, yes, it would feel fun. Like if that had been a large person, even if in my glove box I had like brass knuckles, I still don't think it'd be worth it for that feeling. Say I, if I were the hero in that situation. With those what brass are the knuckles. chances that you have brass knuckles in your glove box? Oh, pretty good. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I wish. Oh. They're a felony, right? Yeah. Do you and also Is how fa- owning them? They're owning Is them in felony? California, yeah. In really? certain states, yeah. Why do you yeah. know that? I, yeah. I just think it's so strange that like if you added a gun element, you could register it as a gun. But if they're just the brass knuckles, then they right. Are. Like if you could shoot the bullets out of the knuckles, yeah, that'd be pretty mm-hmm. fucking great. Absolutely, yeah. I think we have our other that plan. Would be, yeah, we have a humming <laughs> band, and we're doing a brass knuckle gun. <laughs> That's so good. Those are two the great thing things. With brass knuckles is if there's a if a threat is upon you suddenly, like a five foot three woman with crazy makeup, yeah, <laughs> who means <laughs> means you. Uh, means harm Mm -hmm. you need to already have them on right because you can't be like oh you hang on and then go slide them on oh i have a quarter right here i'm kidding it was a knuckle sandwich i like that they're easy to slip on if you have them in your pocket you just put your hand in your pocket Mm -hmm. that's true yeah that's like a prepared guy yeah Mm -hmm. i like to think that maybe the lady was not homeless and just picture at home like touching up like the last little bit of makeup and being like Time to go get my quarter and find out what time it is. Like, that's her thing. She gets fully made up. She just wants to prove she's still got it. If she can get a quarter and the time from a gentleman in an alley, 
She's like, yeah, I'm still good. Yeah. <laughs> the day it doesn't happen for her is like, well, that might have been that day. Like you're the first person it didn't oh, work I on. Ter- I feel fine She got about so it. dressed up and put on a lot of makeup. <laughs> She's get talking that to her courtyard therapist. And yeah. She's like, I don't know what it means. Maybe it was I did him, all but- the eyeshadow. I did all the base. Yeah. I did all the blush. I did all the lipstick. I did everything the same as always. Marched no right quarter. up to him. Refused to blink at all. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't. He was not buying it. <laughs> a poor lady. Oh, well. I do have fantasies of kick. Not really kickboxing, but like using my kickbox kicks in some kind of threatening situation. But I suspect that I would. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Okay. I'm just imagining it, but go ahead. (laughs) I've never witnessed someone almost snicker themselves off their chair before. (laughs) Most likely. It wouldn't go the way I want it to. Yeah. But I did. Danielle. <laughs> but you're making me laugh at myself. No, but I no, feel like no. there's a chance that under pressure with a threat, it would turn <laughs> out that I am really good at kicking and like landing a kick. It could, might be true. Hey, it might be. Yeah, you, you don't know. You're good at the kickboxing, you've told me. I was, yeah. Not actually fighting another person, but... Dancing in a room. <laughs> kickboxing, <laughs> jumping jacks, all of it. To music. <laughs> but no, kicking like one of those dummies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the air. Yeah. Surprisingly if, good. If they like, stood for, perfectly still with their hands at their side for 10 seconds, then you could deliver that powerful kick. Is this person can, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no. no. Go I was going to say, I identify with the feeling of wanting to get in a fight, but I only fantasize about like getting in a verbal fight. Like if I have, I have a, I have three children and two of them, I, two, including a two-year-old and a one-year-old. So like we like to go out to eat every once in a while and it can be a production. They're actually really good, but every once in a while, one of them is crying. And if somebody even looks at me from another hmm. table, I'm like, fucking look me up. Come over here and fucking say something to me. I would fucking love to tell you, like, to not talk to me and not talk to my children. Like, I just get so, I don't know if it's like my own annoyance that I'm in this situation with like a crying baby and like wanting to take that rage Mm -hmm. out on someone or if I genuinely think those people are dicks. Like, I don't know what it is, but I like pray that one of them will come to my table and tell me I shouldn't be in the restaurant. I don't know why. Has it has anything like that ever happened? Only like a little bit. Like I I was at the grocery store with my oldest son who's six and he was kind of like he literally like dances everywhere he goes. <laughs> like he was in soccer and he literally would just chew his shirt and dance around the field <laughs> while everyone else was playing and I was like that's him. That's he's actually probably as effective as most of the other children. Like the ball occasionally comes near him. He, he, he distracts fine. them. Yeah he's distracting them with his <laughs> amazing in, in dance his head. <laughs> exactly he was crocodile rocking on the field and like so but so we were at the grocery store at, at Vons and um uh big shout out to Vons and he was sort of dancing a little bit and a woman came through and he sort of got in front of her for a second and uh and she like like that and I was like honey say excuse me and she, he's like oh excuse me and then she had to do like another eye roll oh, and boy. gasp and I, I think I I think I said something under my breath I was like Jesus he's a child or something like that like because I was just like like he already said sorry what right. do you want like you were coming up behind him in an accident that would be her fault right yes 
Yeah. If she rear-ended him. If she rear-ended him. So according to the law, my son was in the right, dancing his way around the yogurt section. That's right. And she was in the wrong. People need to cut it out with this thing where they get annoyed with other people being in their way if the other person can't help it. Like, right. It, it, I, I find that way too often if someone's like old or or whatever, they're... And, they're holding up a line. Everyone's like, ah. It's like, right. why not just fucking help them? Like, s- stop it with this thing where we all have to hate each other just because we all are in each other's way all the time. Yeah, and it's it doesn't have to be that way because when we flew, we flew to Minneapolis to go see Jeff's mom and I got off the plane and this was years ago and I got a coffee and like, because I've been drinking a lot on the plane. This is before I had kids. And so I got a coffee so that I could like sober up before I hung out with Jeff's family. And like I was fixed, like I was putting the cream in or whatever and I could feel a presence behind me. And I was just like, Ouch. you know, like when you feel like you need to rush because it's yeah. that LA feeling of like, mm-hmm. fuck, somebody else needs this stuff or whatever. Yeah. And I turned around and I was like, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm almost like, done. Hey, Tom Sawyer. Down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, the, and the guy was like, oh no, take your time. It's fine. I'm fine. And I was like, oh my God. Like it was a whole, and that's what that whole week was like, was just like people going out of their way to be nice hmm. or like communicate that they had all the time in the world. And I was like, oh, it doesn't, this isn't how everywhere is. That's so nice. Yeah. There's a thing it, that, it would drive me crazy. Maybe there's a thing that people do in the Midwest when if you're at a light, the car coming the other way, if you're turning in front of them, the light will turn green and they'll wave you through to turn in front of them rather than make you wait to go through the intersection. Really? Have you experienced this? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't ever want to live in the Midwest again, to be clear, but maybe there but are the few leaves. advantages. The leaves, yeah. Crunching leaves and that one guy. People in the Midwest are very nice and then they go home and just rage in private, right? Like, isn't there like a lot of buried suppressed emotion in the Midwest? I don't know. Or, they, or is everyone just super happy? No, I think, time? actually, I think parts of the Midwest are fine and great. I just personally, like, I know that, like, it's fun when you go there and everyone's nice, but then I'd be, after a while, I'd probably go crazy. Like, put on my makeup, go out and try to get my quarter. Because <laughs> you'd be the one <laughs> I'd be in the a rush. one putting on the makeup, going to get my yeah. quarter. Vanessa E. says, when I go running and see an open garage, I look for the nearest car to jump on in case of a dog attack. I have never thought that way, but uh, but now I will. In it, wait, they go. She's going to jump on a car ones? in a dog attack? Yeah. It's pretty... If I go running and I see an open garage, I look for the nearest car to jump on in case oh, of a dog attack. Oh, because it might come dashing out of the garage. That's how I envisioned it. But, but actually, then why right. would you go run into <laughs> right. the garage to jump on it? No, oh, no, wait, no. She's, she's, on, saying the the, she's oh, on the street. Oh, I see. She's looking for... I was oh, thinking the I was, car I, was in the I garage also was. with the dog. No, yeah. no, no, no. In this case, she's running I was, towards the dog to jump on a car. I was, was thinking in, the cars were in the garage, too. No. Mm-mm. We are never going to live through a dog attack. No, we're not. Is what this is. I don't think I could get up on top of a car. I feel like I would slide right off. Maybe you could kick it. <laughs> when I was I in uh, Boise. No, you meant the car. Oh, is that what you meant? The dog. Oh, I've envisioned kicking the car, which was funnier. That, oh, dog! That would intimidate. That would intimidate the dog. The dog would think you were crazy. I kicked a dog once in a sort of a an attack scenario. You did? Yeah, I just thought of this. It was similar to like a person attacking on the street. My mom's office used to have this ridiculously redneck family next door, like a lot of trailers parked and old cars and tires and rims everywhere, and dogs that were like have litters of puppies, and then the dogs were always just like totally ignored and on these chains all the time. Mm-hmm. It was like a scene 
from some horror film. And so we'd be like, ah, oh, those dogs just always bark at you and you can't walk over by that fence because the dogs are crazy. And one day we walk out of my off, or my mom's office and she's holding a box and I'm behind her and she walks out the front steps, down the steps, and we just hear barking and claws on oh, sidewalk and like, oh my God, that dog's off the chain. My mom is so scared. She stumbles, drops her box and like kind of falls over and the dog is just darting directly at her. And I ran, jumped over my mom and kicked the dog. You had an Allison moment. <laughs> it was pretty, yeah. yeah. It was, I Mine totally doesn't forget about a dog, that. but. Yeah, I didn't feel great about kick, but that, that dog, I mean, it really was weird. Like this primitive, like that's my mom. And I jumped over her, and then the guy who owned the dog came running over Did and grabbed it. the dog like, stop after being yeah, kicked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, like, just, it stunned it a bit. And then yeah. it stopped and kind of looked at me, and then the guy came by and yelled at it, and it turned around. Hmm. So then there was a part of me that was like, was it going to attack, or was it just coming to say hello? Like, the right. barking and the... And it was like a little lasso up, so... Yeah, it was it's just know. giant, like... <laughs> it was a Rottweiler cat. It was actually a cat. Of, yeah, but a feisty <laughs> cat. One of those kickable but cats. but strong yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah, the real, real muscular cat. Yeah, yeah, no, they, it, it that's how that they kick. are in Boise. Yeah, because yeah. of the cat uh, factory. Yeah, cats can take a kick. People don't know this. <laughs> no, in Boise, I was running next to the river, and it was—I've never experienced how high it was and how fast it was moving, and all the like running paths were sort of closed down, but people were still on them. So I was like, well, if they're gonna do it, I will too. But there were signs posted like, just be careful. And normally from the past... There the signs said. Basically, hey, just they're just like, you're, you're... It's fine, but maybe be careful. It's a huge They sign. were just sandwich boards. They were, they were not like roped off. It was just sandwich boards. Like, you assume your own risk being here, but we highly recommend do not use this trail. And I was like, but that there's a couple people. I'll be fine. And so I went jogging, and the water was up within at certain points, like within six feet of the mm, thing, and oh. only maybe a foot lower than the trail. So I was like... If there is a sudden like flash flood, this water level is going to, so I was running and like that girl, instead of looking for cars, I was like, if this, if it goes down, I'm going to find trees. Mm-hmm. So my whole run was <laughs> like, all right, climbing that one. And then I'd run a little further. There's a good one. And I, so I get that uh, concept of being like, having escape routes planned. I just can't imagine loving running that much. Oh, it's beautiful by the river and it's gorgeous leaves out. Like that, huh? The leaves. The leaves. Yeah. Wendy going to find the drunk dad. Yeah. Get him out to the Get game. Him out there, Get yeah. him to play basketball. That's what's the plot, right? <laughs> Get the drunk dad on the court. Then He's another terrible basketball. coaching decision. He trusts that guy to coach the team. <laughs> He's just a week oh, prior, right. like asleep, passed out in a ditch. Hey, He's why don't like, you coach you my be boys? Around children. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Hoosiers. But I love Hoosiers. Pattern Rec says, when rewatching a sitcom on Netflix that I've seen before, I usually skip the Christmas episodes. I like oh, Christmas what episodes. The fuck? No, that's a psychopath right there. <laughs> right? Christmas episodes are the best. Are the, well, just anything with a Christmas feeling. Yes. Yeah. Anything with a Same. Christmas feeling. I just did this podcast called Felice Navi Pod, which is all about one's love for Christmas. Ugh, except Tony Thaxton. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, except that sometimes Christmas doesn't even come up. So really, it's not just about Christmas. Oh. But I mean, cool. but that's the premise of it. But yeah. then they're so loose that like you don't have to talk about Christmas, but... You so did. A whole bunch of I did because I love, but his co-host is not really into Christmas, so really? it's kind of funny. Yeah, bold well, choice. Funny. I gotta listen to that. <laughs> yeah, no, I today I was looking for a hanging for above the um like a wall hanging for above um the, the littlest baby's crib because there's nothing up there right now because I'm so paranoid. I was like, I don't want anything to fall on right. him. I don't want oh, to grab yeah. anything. Yeah, blah blah blah. But it looks terrible. It's just a blank wall. It looks institutional. And so I was looking for something, and there was one that had like little Christmas trees on. It. I was like. 
Oh, yeah. And I was like, How, that would look crazy. <laughs> like, I put up a Christmas hanging for the whole year. I'm in favor of but... Christmas year-round, and I know that it does Mm-mm. seem crazy. Oh, Mm-mm. there's... Okay, on my old street, which is actually not far from you guys, like, just over here, there was a family that kept the Christmas tree up year-round, and Jeff and I were fascinated with it, and we were like, who keeps their... Who actually does it? And then when I went to work at Bob's Burgers... Um, I met the editor there and we were chatting and at, like at the time I still lived over there and I was like, here's where I live. He's like, oh, my mom lives on that street. And I was like, she does. And he's like, yeah, she keeps her Christmas tree up here. And I was like, you're like a celebrity to me. Like it was like <laughs> meeting George Clooney. I was like, this is amazing. Like tell me everything about her. And yeah, it was. I mean, is it a real tree? No, I think it's a fake tree. Yeah. yeah we kept our Christmas it. lights up all year. We kept yeah. our Christmas up. tree up till April one year, but it's not real. And we're lazy. Yeah, and I I found that that actually um, d- diminishing returns on the Christmas feeling for sure. But by April, you're like, yeah, I'm not. It's just an embarrassment. I don't really like having it up. No, it feels wrong. You know? Yeah, because we hadn't committed to it. We just ended up with it. Well, I think the Christmas feeling is part of what makes it great is that it is a limited amount of time. If it's all year, it stops being special. And then it's like, yeah, that's true. A little scary. Well, that's like we have a thing in our family, like where my mom would make this dish called egg bake for Christmas morning. And I would just remember sometime in my 20s being like, oh, he could make fucking egg bake any day. (laughs) Like, why do we act like you can only eat egg bake for literally like a three hour window of (laughs) one day? And it would be like at some point we had to talk our mom into making more egg bake because the egg bake would run out. So not only was it like one day, but she wouldn't make enough. Like it was like, (laughs) like, why don't you? It's literally bread, eggs, cornflakes and too ham. much egg bake will like, cause farting and right, not yeah, in this house exactly so it was like she created this myth around egg bake that there was only one day of the year it was available and it was well. sort of like felt like a betrayal when i realized like oh her mom could have made us happy with egg <laughs> yeah. bake any day but, but you're probably old, right it wouldn't have felt special there's that old saying too much egg bake a spoiled child does make does make mm-hmm. yep that's the saying so that's why i have it on a pillow <laughs> so that's the thing. But I I don't really think that person is a psycho. I mean, I can see because it's like Christmas episodes. Probably there's a limited number of plots available. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, like I, them, I think it's crazy. But One of your favorite episodes of Facts of Life is the Christmas episode. That's right. Christmas in the Big House. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. Uh, L to the Aura says, lose my effing mind when I get the pump at the gas station that stops every few seconds unless you slightly release grip on pump handle. What are you, crazy? I know. Ex- we love that. <laughs> Everybody loves that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one thing humanity has. Yeah, I also don't like when mosquitoes bother me. <laughs> what I don't like if somebody knocks a tooth out of my head and I swallow it and then when they're looking for it, find out I have a bunch of tumors. I hate that. That is I not I also fun. don't care for that. <laughs> at all. What? You don't like that either? No. I I thought I was the only one. (laughs) (laughs) But is this a common thing? Because I used to have this problem with my car. When I was putting gas in my car, I would have that situation. And then I realized I wasn't pushing the pump in far enough till it locked. And now I don't have that problem. So is is it a connecting to the car problem or is it a specific pump problem? I I think in California, you have the pumps where you push it in and then kind of push it down in order to get it to work and sometimes the angle of like the fuel tank will make the gas i don't know it it triggers it so that it stops there's something in that little trigger mechanism um there was one time i had one of those pumps where i was like futzing with it and then 
the whole time and and then I pulled it out thinking that it had stopped because it had stopped and then it just started spraying gas all over the place. Really? Yeah. So I Are you okay? I, I survived. <laughs> but it is that it is that moment like are there any open flames? You know, is it if it hits my cell phone, am I gonna right, die? Yeah, like, you, you get know. paranoid. Yeah. Can I derail this for one second to, yeah, for a yes, gas station related story oh, yeah. really quick? Because yes. I was thinking I'm low on gas and I was like, I need to get gas on the way home. And my favorite gas station is right near here. Mm. It is the gas station at Sunset in La Brea, where one night my sister and I were coming home very late and a gentleman in his 50s in a very nice white Land Rover drove up fully nude <laughs> to the gas station <laughs> And proceeded to exit his vehicle, uh, ding dong, a flapping in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) And we literally spotted him and like barely got back in the car. And then my sister called 911 to report him nude at Sunset in the Brain. And every time I go back there, I kind of want to see him. Like, I kind of hope he'll like stop. Was it your favorite before that? Or is this? No, no. This is, I still like, it's like, I get a chuckle out of it every single time. This is the there, gas so station. This is the gas station with the urgent care. Yes, where Wait, I what? There's I, an urgent care in the back of that gas. It's like what? on the side of that gas station. And not only do they do regular urgent care things, they also do Botox, Juvederm, and fillers. They do fillers too. <laughs> At just the walk gas in. station. It's yeah. like it's, connect. It's, it's in it's the connected. you park in the uh, gas station. It makes me love it even more. This is the same gas station where I parked one time when I was in college to go somewhere strip club and um, a homeless guy what? came up with a rusty cleaver and said um, would you like me to protect your car and of course that isn't actually a question <laughs> right. you must give them money or they right. will not yeah. protect you yeah. so yeah great gas station it's a great Pinterest. gas station yeah. mm-hmm. great LA gas station it's also a place you can get fillers and juvederm yeah you going out Friday night just just pop in, in and get some fillers. There are a frightening number of places in Los Angeles that offer you surgical procedures that I would hesitate to get at a hospital. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. gives me a lot of anxiety when I see a sign for it in like a little strip mall. I drive by like right. on San Fernando Road, like coming out of Glendale, there's something that's called like Family Surgery Center or something. <laughs> and it looks like just a completely anonymous building on a street with like not a lot of other things, like a donut shop and like a sofa store <laughs> and then Family Surgery Center. And I literally panic thinking about if I get in a car accident in front of Family Surgery Center and somebody takes me in there, I'm definitely going to die. Like, But so you'll I, have I, a new nose. No, but I don't know what they're doing right, What do they do there? For the family. Like, it doesn't seem legitimate. It seems like a place where they talk you into having a surgery you don't need and then you die and they don't tell anybody. Or maybe it's a that's family of surgeons. Maybe that's oh, nice. Oh, that's their center? That's yeah, nice. it's better. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's definitely what it is. I have a dog to tell you guys about. Okay. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. You come inside. With poop on your butt. With poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. That's what you a rare small dog to tell you about uh honey if you take one look at honey you'll be able to guess her pretty coat inspired her name up for adoption at friends of the animals baton rouge 
Honey is a lovely golden nine pound terrier mix with soft and fluffy hair. At about three years old, Honey recently lost an eye in circumstances we don't know anything about, but she is healing nicely and adapting well. We recommend Honey go to a home where she will be the only dog where she can feel safe and secure. Honey loves to be held and is super affectionate. Listeners can learn more about this darling girl using the following uh, URL, which is tinyurl.com slash honeybff. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash honeybff. There will also be a link to her in the episode summary of this episode on my website. Uh, and also a link to, you said your things coming, your, your special is coming out on Amazon. Did you say that? Did I imagine Yeah, it'll that? be on Amazon Prime. I think you can stream it through that and like iTunes and a handful of other places. I'll put a link to that too, you guys. Cool Click things. through Amazon, let them know who sent you, etc. Jeff, where can we find you? I'm on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can find me at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. And oh, oh, yeah. Check out the garage. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a big garage. Get, get out of here, you motherfucker. Solid. Um, and check out my new podcast, The Watching Hour. Um, anywhere podcasts are found, we are currently going episode by episode with Game of Thrones and Twin Peaks. Well, you know what? Try it out. I think you'll like it. <laughs> Yes. Wendy, um, uh, plug your stuff. Okay, at Wendy Molino on Twitter and watch Bob's Burgers comes back in October and we're going to have a really special first episode that we got um, fan art. So the entire episode oh, um, has art provided by fans in like a bunch of different styles and we've seen a little bit of it and it looks really cool. So even if you're not uh, someone who watches it now, you might enjoy checking out that special episode that or catch up on cool. Hulu. I think every episode's now on Hulu. Awesome. That sounds amazing. It's, That's it's, a really cool idea. You know what? It, we actually do have so many um, people do cool art. Like I, I kind of collected off of Etsy too. I know it sounds a little self-obsessed to go collect things for the show you write on. But no. it's just because it's so like, I bought like six paintings from like this high school girl who did the animal anus paintings from our episode. And it, like, it was just cool that like you could go out there That's and order great. stuff from the fans. Our fans are like... Uh, really super creative so it's been nice to have them actually participate in the show in this way so it's yeah really fun. that's really cool yeah and david huntsberger that i used to do a podcast called professor blastoff where people would make a ton of uh fan art as well which was cool. very enjoyable and that's yeah. on a that's behind a paywall now on howl but if you'd like to hear more of my voice chatting with my friends i free i would I never mentioned that. It feels like it's gone. It's been done for like two years now, but we did like 200 episodes. Uh, otherwise, you can find me at davidhuntsberger.com. I'll be in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. That uh, animated special that Allison mentioned is coming out August 8th. It's me doing stand-up. There's also animation playing that kind of cuts back and forth. And um, I have a comic book for sale on my website. CDs. You can listen to a bunch of stand-up I've done. Just tons of stuff. Um, Are you in it. One Mississippi? Yeah, I'm in the first season, not the second. I'm in a couple episodes, very briefly. So oh, yeah, no, we saw you. Don't bother oh, with the okay. second season. Yeah. First and season. I, I have season. a little cameo in um, Hidden America on CISO. I know no one has CISO. I didn't mm-hmm. get a single They can tweet. get it on Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you can get if you have Amazon Prime, you can get CISO, and I am in uh, the Minneapolis episode of that show, which is a funny show. I like that uh, Jonah Ray fella. And... Um, I think that's it for me. Follow me at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. And leave us a nice comment. And by the way, iTunes comments of the comment of the week is coming back. I've been meaning to do it for shows and shows upon shows now. I promise you we'll do it in the next show. Uh, so leave us a comment. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. And it's also where you go to subscribe. Yes, Jeff. 
Oh, no, Jeff. No. I was wrong. <laughs> yes and no. Um, thank you, everyone, for being on the show. This was so much fun. Listeners, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. 